Welcome to Little Detours Shortcuts with Regina Breton, where in 10 minutes or less, you get tips, tools, and takeaways to help you love yourself, your life, and everyone in it. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Regina Brett. This is my deepest wound. It is my oldest wound. It is the wound that once opened up and swallowed me whole, and still can all these years later. We all have a hole that swallows us, a hole that turns us into the child we used to be, the toddler who was neglected, the three-year-old who was beaten, the five-year-old who was molested, the seven-year-old who was bullied, the nine-year-old who was teased for looking different. No amount of money will fill the hole. No amount of sugar or alcohol or sex will fill it. No amount of promotions, toys, or victories will fill it. No amount of money, success, or fame will fill it. You can't outrun it. It follows you. It is you. This is how you heal the hole that is inside of you, that is you. You love your wounded self. You love yourself even deeper and greater to heal the wounded parts. Then you help others love that same wounded self. That's how we heal the world, one wound at a time, one hole at a time. That's how we become whole, all of us. If you don't heal it, it deepens. My mom was in her 80s when she told me about the day she felt so sad and desperate as a little girl on their farm after her sister moved out and her four brothers went off to fight World War II. Her only consolation from her mean father was a small border collie named Frankie. She would cry into his fur. One day when her father saw her tears, he barked at her. Why don't you just go into the barn and hang yourself? My mom was 80 and that memory still burned in her heart. I know that desperation and that resilience, it's in my DNA. It might be in yours too. I was born bruised. I don't know if it came from a life before this one, if there are such lives, or from a trauma that happened to my mother when she was pregnant with me, or from something that happened to me as an infant, or from my wild Irish Catholic DNA, or from being one of the many middle in the litter that was our family of 11 children. My earliest memory isn't so much a memory as it is an identity. I was not worthy. I wasn't worthy of love. I wasn't worthy of attention. I wasn't worthy of protection. I was unloved, unwanted, unworthy. Not enough. I was born not enough. That was the core of my identity. I cried too easily and too often. I was abused and neglected by people who surely loved me the best they were able to. But they too were bruised. And as we all know, hurt people hurt people. My parents loved us by their actions, but they couldn't say the words, I love you. They probably didn't hear them as a child either. If they did love me, and they must have, their love couldn't get in. My receiver was broken. The part of a person that receives love wasn't finished in me, wasn't whole, or just simply wasn't working. I either came into this world without that part, or it was broken and didn't work. One day, I felt the enormity of that missing piece, that broken self, crush me. The pain of being me was so great, I desperately needed to know I was loved. I needed to hear it. I needed proof. This is how I remember it. And memories get fuzzy and fading over time, but this one really has stayed clear in my soul. 
I walked into our living room and asked my family, why don't you love me? What I'd hoped to hear was, and needed so desperately to hear, and believed I would hear, was this. Regina, of course we love you, followed by a huddle of fierce hugs that would swallow me whole and fill the hole. Instead, the wounded people in that room wounded me even deeper. Nobody loves me, everybody hates me, my sibling sings. Why don't you go eat worms? They teased, the way siblings do, the way I surely had done to them on other days. My mom said nothing, did nothing. I left the house in tears, convinced they really didn't love me, and that no one did. I'd asked for proof, and they'd given it. I went to the backyard and climbed over the metal wire fence that separated our yard from the rest of the world. I can still see the fence, that perimeter we were never allowed to cross. We'd been warned to never leave the yard without permission. There were hobos on those railroad tracks. It was a misdemeanor to take a step onto the front sidewalk without asking. To go to the railroad tracks? That was like a felony. I gave no thought to the fact I was breaking the law. My dad made the laws and enforced them with his belt. My small feet climbed over the fence and I walked down the short slope to the railroad tracks where the weeds were littered with trash and bottles and lamps and radios. It's where the broken things went to die, the things nobody wanted. I sat there waiting for the train to come and end my pain. Without love, life wasn't worth living. I knew that even as a child. Luckily, the train was so slow, it probably would have stopped anyway, and it was nowhere in sight. So I don't know if you would call it a suicide attempt, a flare for help, a poor escape plan, because I didn't have the courage to actually run away. I didn't really want to kill me. I wanted to kill the pain. I don't remember how old I was, but I remember my skinny, hairy legs, my stringy brown hair, my ugly, pointy blue glasses. And I remember this. As I sat and cried and cried, I made a vow to myself. Never again would I go asking for love. Instead of giving up on life, I gave up on love. Thankfully, love doesn't give up on us. What saved me that day was my brother's love. One of my brothers climbed over the fence and talked me off the tracks. I am forever grateful for that act of love. Even though the train never came, something in me died on the tracks that day. I vowed never to be so hungry for love again. And then I spent a lifetime desperate for the very thing I rejected. I closed my heart so it never would get hurt again. But when you close your heart to keep the pain out, the love can't get in either. And the pain that's already in there, it grows. It's as if you planted it. We all have a moment we closed when we gave up. If it wasn't in our childhood, it was in our adulthood. A miscarriage, a stillborn child, a divorce that felt like a guilty verdict, a bathroom scale hitting 300, a stack of hotel receipts that didn't include you, a slap across the face, the night your alcoholic father called you worthless, the day your unstable mother shattered the dinner plates. It's not the moment someone said you were too fat, too old, too damaged, too stupid, too shallow, too sensitive, too nerdy, too tall, too short, too religious, too black, too white, too unattractive, too intense, or too much of a train wreck to love. It's the moment you believed it. Those who've never landed on the railroad tracks of life will say, get over it. The past is gone. Yes, it is gone. It is gone into the making of who we are. The past forms and informs the cells and tissue and fiber and brush strokes 
of every layer of who we are and who we grow into. The past is part of the masterpiece of who we are under the layers of what others have told us we are, under the layers of what we have told ourselves. And under all those layers is the solid, original, beautiful canvas that reveals the great, awesome truth of our very being that so many of us completely missed. You were born worthy. My friend Don Cousins, a Catholic priest, once ended a sermon with these words. We are not broken people who spend our lives mending. We are born whole and spend our lives discovering that. I loved it because I used to feel so broken. We are born whole. So how do you discover your wholeness? Number one, start by looking in the mirror. If you're looking for the love of your life, that's where you'll find the love of your life, you. You or it. Start small. I remember being on a retreat at the Jesuit Retreat House in Parma, Ohio, and a priest suggested I look in the mirror and say, I love you, Regina. So I went back to my little room at the retreat house. It took me probably 20 minutes to take my eyes from the floor and raise them to the mirror above the sink and say the words, I love you. I've never said them before that. And when I did, I wept. Now I say those words with ease. Number two, stop saying mean things to yourself. No name calling. When I used to play volleyball, every time I'd miss a shot, I'd say, oh, God, you're so stupid. Oh, I can't believe. What an idiot. I stopped doing that. Now I say, it's okay, honey. Hey, sweetie, you did the best you could. I use kind, loving words, the kind I would use on the people I love. Three. As a Catholic student growing up, I often heard the story when Jesus was asked, what is the greatest commandment? He replied, you shall love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your mind. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And many years ago when I was in Poland, a woman said to me, God didn't say love your neighbor better than yourself, but as yourself. If you don't love you, then you walk around the world as a taker. You're a self-seeker even when you think you're giving away your time and energy and love. You disguise yourself as a giver, but there's a hook. You're so hungry to be loved, you can't love freely. You're secretly a taker. People owe you their love and gratitude and praise. But once you truly love you, you are truly free to love the world. So start today. Start small. Start in the mirror every morning and every night. Look at the love of your life and make this vow. I will love you all the days of my life and start today. Thanks for listening to Little Detours Shortcuts with Regina Brett. You can also hear guests interviewed on my longer podcast. Just subscribe to Little Detours with Regina Brett at Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, please give us a rating and review so we can reach even more people. If you want more inspiration, head to my website, reginabrett.com. While you're there, sign up to receive weekly inspiration for all of life's little detours. Thanks again for listening. Now go love yourself.